at the party, Richter. Welcome to See What the Party, Richter. My name is Aaron Frescas, and with me, as always, are Joseph Beck Castro and Chris Chapman. And in this episode, we'll be working our way through Arnold's 1997 superhero classic, Batman and Robin. But, you know, before we get into that, I wanted to kind of have a little discussion with you guys. Just kind of discuss the role of Batman in society and the way that... I hate when people talk during the movie. All right, so now we're going to move into the movie summary. We're gonna, I'm gonna take you through the plot real quick. Uh, well, as quickly as I can for a fucking two hour and 10 minute movie. <laughs> Let's see. So, uh, disclaimer up top there are like a million lines, not just from Arnold, but from a bunch of people in this movie. And so, I'm really only gonna stop for the ones that I thought were extra dumb or extra funny. And they're mostly Arnold lines. But if you have one you wanna say, or if I didn't get the one that you picked up, sorry. <laughs> um, Let's see. So we start off with the credits. Uh, as Joe mentioned earlier, Arnold gets top billing in these credits. And like, there's a lot of like future stars in this movie. But yeah, like Uma Thurman and George Clooney weren't as big at the time. And Arnold was by far the, the star of this movie. She'd already done Pulp Fiction, though, right? She had done Pulp Fiction, yeah. No Kill okay. Bill. And I yeah. don't know what she had done in between. Uh, let's see, we start with the Batman symbol, which now has like the Robin symbol integrated into it since he was in the last movie. Uh, we go straight into like the, uh, their like suit up, like close up zoom shots where they just keep zooming in on various parts of their body really tightly. And you see the really <laughs> tight leather suits and, uh, everybody makes fun of the nipples. Like, that's, like, a huge contention point for this movie is people were really mad about, like, the bat nipples. But, like, I don't know. It kind of makes sense. They're moving around a lot. That's leather. You don't want it chafing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, they also got bat cheeks, so nobody, like, says anything about the... Exactly. The ass cheek the forming, fucking, you know? Yeah, the molded ass cheeks that are in their pants yeah yeah we we see them suit up and grab all their gadgets and then we get the super dramatic introduction of the batmobile which i guess is like yeah what i don't get about this scene is like why is there this huge presentation like with the car yeah coming up super slow and the robin cycle just all super slow and it's got to like because they're in because they're back yeah <laughs> but also <laughs> it's a toy commercial yeah yeah that's but- the problem <laughs> But what if, like, you know, the orphanage is on fire and, like, oh, no, we need Batman. He's like, hold on, guys. Like, I got to get my the Batmobile. And it's, like, six minutes of just, like, the car coming up and looking cool. Orphans are just yeah, on but fire. you're going to be thanking me later when the newsreel, this is all going to be in the newsreel. It's going to look super, <laughs> super fucking cool. Uh, and, yeah, I just wanted to notice that the music here is even more, like, operatic than it was in Batman Forever. Like, the music is way it's more same, dramatic. It's the same theme, though, right? It's the same theme, but they don't use it as often, like, yeah. the actual theme part of it. Yeah. And the act, the if you're just listening to, like, the background score, I don't know, it just seems really operatic and super dramatic to me. Okay. Um, that was also Nightwing's thing on Robin, correct? Yeah, basically. They, they basically turned, because, like, last movie, he had the actual Robin suit. In this movie, they basically turned it into Nightwing's suit, but with okay. a cape. Okay. Uh, they have some dialogue that is not very funny that thinks it's really funny. <laughs> I don't know. It just, yeah. this dialogue bothers me right off the top. It's super cheesy. You can clearly see that they're going for like a, a more like 60s Batman like yeah. fun thing here. Um, but Robin is complaining about not getting a car because she wants a car, I guess. And then Robin's just thirsty as fuck throughout this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, Chicks take the car is what he says. <laughs> yeah. And then Batman counters with this is why Superman works alone. <laughs> And I was just thinking back to, like, remember when just, like, mentioning another superhero was enough to make all the fucking nerds froth at the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> like, back in the day when there were literally, like, four superhero movies, and it was like, he said Superman! <laughs> uh, and then Alfred says something. What is Alfred? I don't know. Alfred says something, too, but... Don't don't fuck up the car, I think. Is oh, yeah, yeah. Says. Try yeah. to bring it back in one piece this time. Yeah, and also... And then don't wait up, I think? Yeah, they're like, don't wait up. He's like... I'll okay, cancel the I'll... pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> Which, is... Which just made me sad. Yeah. It's like, don't cancel the pizzas, fucking <laughs> bro. And, the, and so Batman gets in the Batmobile and takes off, and then fucking, for some reason, Dracula's coffin opens up out of the ground, <laughs> and Robin's... Uh, motorcyclist in there 
and and it, it like he, covers doesn't it go yeah ahead? it's it's like a giant black coffin that opens up like a clamshell and his fucking motorcycle lives in there i don't know but it like changes the the symbol on the ground into a robin symbol oh yeah there's there's like robin symbols inside the coffin that light up instead of the batman yeah know. but <laughs> uh everything's very branded <laughs> mm-hmm uh, and then Robin leaves, and uh, Alfred is finally able to let out the fart he was holding in. <laughs> That's exactly what Amber Aaron says, either. Alfred looks like he either has really bad gas or just orgasmed. <laughs> I was about or a- to, yeah. He, he... He either has IBS or a terminal illness. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, like, well, he looked like he's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And, like... Or yeah, because like terminal illness, like probably the my guess would be the orgasm thing. No, it just looks like he was, you know... It's like they finally left. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we're back in the Batmobile where Commissioner Gordon pops up on his little video monitor in the steering wheel and starts telling him about the new villain, Mr. Freeze, who is uh, attacking the antiquities wing of the museum. That definitely reminded me of the six, the 60s show right there. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was very Austin Powers, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we cut to the museum. We see Mr. Freeze uh, looking like a space age vibrator. Uh, holding up the museum it's just like a giant chrome cylinder that's all like that's his fucking costume he looks like he's having a really hard time walking too yeah definitely he's he's holding up the museum Uh, all the guards are rushing at him he keeps freezing him uh and then we got our first line the Iceman cometh I was, I was like telling when we were watching it last night, Lord. This today, I was we uh, one of the guards asked for mercy. He's like, "Please mercy." The way he says mercy just got me. He's like, "Mercy." It sounded like it sounded French, like mercy. I don't know. Like he literally know. didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> mercy. Uh, yeah. We find out that Mister Freeze is there to steal the huge fucking diamond that they have on display. Uh, right after he grabs it, Batman smashes through the skylight, lands on the top of like a brontosaurus uh, exhibit, <laughs> and introduces himself. Freeze, Freeze goes, "You're not sending me to the cooler." <laughs> uh, and then Batman yabba dabba doos down that brontosaurus. <laughs> uh, See, I think this real quick. I think this movie works better if you watch it as a cartoon. Yeah, no, like, they literally have cartoon sound effects in it. It exactly. works way better if you watch it like an episode of the Super Friends or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, as he's coming down the dinosaur, I just really thought it was funny that Freeze like gets his gun ready. His gun cocks like, like it's a shotgun. <laughs> Every time he uses it, he cocks it like a shotgun. It's like, it's a laser, man. Like, that's, you don't have to do anything. So Batman comes down. They fight a little bit. It's just Arnold's muscle memory. (laughs) (laughs) He just can't not do it. He's got a broom in his hand. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, They're they're fighting. And then Robin comes crashing through the, the main doors of the museum with his motorcycle. And somehow leaves his fucking logo in the door. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did you not notice that? Yeah, I did. (laughs) It's very stupid. Because his motorcycle is, well, you know what a motorcycle shaped like. But for some (laughs) reason, it's got (laughs) wings on the fucking uh, door. Anyway, uh, as Robin comes in, he crashes his goddamn motorcycle, proving why Bruce didn't give him a goddamn car. (laughs) He almost breaks one of the old uh, antique vases. Uh, Batman sasses him about it. And somewhere in there, Freeze's gun gets knocked out of his hand and knocked up way up onto like a huge ass statue. Uh, at this point, Arnold calls in his mighty ducks to attack <laughs> Batman and Robin. These guys are like the world's most dedicated henchmen, too. They're like mm. they're like super into the theme. They learned how to skate. They agreed to <laughs> fight with only hockey sticks. Um, I just I think that's real dedication. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Batman and Robin fight off most of them while Freeze just starts walking back towards his, like, escape vehicle and and tries to get his gun. And the guards keep attacking him and he just keeps, like, knocking the shit out of him without even trying. Batman and Robin are fighting the uh, goons and then they <laughs> they steal some of their hockey sticks and then engage their bat skates. <sighs> I think that was, is- like... It's just, it's very 60s. It's very like, uh, we, we have a gadget on our person for every single situation, which was like the main joke of the 60s show. I think that was like the exact moment that my childhood died right there. Like, <laughs> I remember watching, like when I was watching this movie in the theater, when that happened, I was like, oh, 
No. Man, I was young enough not to be mad about that stuff, that, but that's what, I, that's what I was gonna ask you. <laughs> I was I was young enough that that didn't that stuff didn't like it didn't ruin the experience for me, but I was definitely like, this is different than the other Batman movies. <laughs> <laughs> Something's off here. Yeah, was just, I just knew it was stupid. Uh, it was like the in South Park when Stan just like starts re- uh, realizing that stuff is fucking dumb. He, he can only yeah. see shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and this is what ten minutes into the movie. Yeah, yeah. If that. <laughs> so they they their, their bat skates come out. Uh, Batman's gonna go after Mr. Freeze while Robin grabs the diamond. Mr. Freeze grabs a guard and fucking chucks him all the way up to the top of the statue just to get his gun knocked loose. And I'm like, <laughs> that guy's fucking dead. That guy, he just like murdered <laughs> that guy. He probably could have punched the statue and and accomplished the same thing, but he's like, no, I'll murder this middle-aged guard first. Uh, Robin is <laughs> playing hockey with the, the goons and eventually gets the diamond for himself. Uh, Freeze then blasts the dinosaur with his freeze ray until it starts to fall apart. And I think this is one of my favorite lines of the movie. This is uh, what killed the dinosaurs. (laughs) The Ice Age! (laughs) Uh, Freeze engages this like secret rocket that he has in his fucking car. And it starts to take off. Batman gets inside the rocket with Freeze. And right before it takes off, Robin jumps on it and clings to the outside. Uh, and uses his special Robin-themed suction cups to start climbing up the side. <laughs> Takes him off his nipple. <laughs> That'd be great. Puts it on the ship. That'd be great if every anatomical, <laughs> an- anatomical part of the suit turned into a gadget. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Batman's in the rocket. He's trying to get up to the cockpit so he can like attack Mr. Freeze, but Freeze uh, catches him knocks him the fuck down, and then freezes his hands to the rocket so he can't escape. He basically tells Batman, your heart's going to freeze at 30,000 feet, and then this whole rocket is going to turn around and blow up Gotham, basically. Uh, And so right as Robin gets to the top of the rocket, Mr. Freeze escapes and, like, jumps out of the rocket and flies down on these, like, beautiful butterfly wings. (laughs) Yeah, and I just think it's really funny that he took the time to design these really aesthetically pleasing uh, butterfly wings for his <laughs> super badass suit. Yeah, and his weird escape from that. But what I don't get, all right, I, I, I brought this up, same idea many times, but <laughs> okay, uh, freeze! You're going to kill Batman. You're like, you're gonna shoot up to the sky, uh, and your heart's gonna explode. Why not just fucking fully freeze him right there? Why not just freeze him? Boom. Call it a day. Leave. You know he's going to die anyways. Why just only freeze his hands? Because I think it's more poetic if he's frozen by the icy cold of space rather than this laser I have in my hand. I'm just saying freeze is like he's a Nobel Prize winner. He's a smart guy. (laughs) He's a cultured person. He doesn't just want to fucking, you know, violence isn't really his thing. I mean, he'll do it. He's doing but... what he has to do. <laughs> yeah. No, I have no uh, idea. Yeah, he just freezes his... And it's not like he freezes them particularly well. It's literally just his hands. Later yeah. on, we'll see him do, like, the whole bottom half of somebody's body or something, but he just freezes his hands. Yeah, he just gives him a... Puts him in an easily escapable situation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know? <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, the beautiful butterfly is floating to the ground. Uh, Robin breaks into the rocket and... So Robin gets inside the rocket to save a very bitchy Batman. (laughs) Batman is immediately bitching at him like, I thought you were going to stay on the ground and round up some goons. He's like, motherfucker, I'm saving your life, you idiot. Yeah. And uh, also he has a fucking laser, like like just like a real sci-fi laser. I don't know. I just, I like to point out the insane technologies that people have in these movies that they don't use for anything but random bullshit. One one specific thing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Batman, more like Bratman. He's being a real fucking brat there. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, this is this movie does a okay job of showing the way their relationship works in the comics, correct? Sort of. Because aren't they kind of like that, where he's like babies him and like, well, 
Yeah, kind of. Except they 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 didn't do the character development because he Robin starts off in Batman Forever and he's like twenty eight years old or something. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> like I know he's supposed to be in college or whatever, but like he's clearly twenty eight years old. He's um, like I'm thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm three years younger than you. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh like, yeah, that's that's true. When Robin is ready to turn into Nightwing, there's there that's basically their dynamic. But I'm just saying they didn't really do the work to get there. They were just Yeah, true. Um But that's like what happens, isn't it? It's pretty pretty much. Yeah, him, eventually like, he gets tired of taking his shit and he's like, you know what, fuck it. I'm I'm going to a different city. I'll be a superhero there. Okay. Explain for the uh uncultured fans out there what <laughs> night Nightwing is. Oh, Nightwing is just who Robin, like the the name Robin takes after he stops being Robin. So he, he quits he, being uh, Robin. Uh, yeah, and then of course he goes to a different city. He, what is it like? Blood Bloodhaven. Haven? Yeah, the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's totally. I. I you're welcome, fans. <laughs> I I knew that. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Uh okay so after, Wait, hold after on, there's a town bl- called Bloodhaven <laughs> yeah that's awesome this is in America by the way you know how it's spelled B L U D with the little yeah the little umlauts over it <laughs> Bloodhaven yeah uh <laughs> so after he frees Batman Batman sets a bomb so they can blow up the rocket before it comes down and hits the Earth and then because well, it's wait the- why did they blow it up. Because, just so it doesn't, just so it's in yeah, a bunch of pieces. Well, yeah, because Freeze had set it to like turn around basically and become a oh, rocket okay. aimed straight at Gotham. Uh, and then because it's the fucking '90s, they blast out of the rocket on fucking surfboards and <laughs> and soar through the sky like the fucking Power Rangers movie. Yeah, um, so extreme, yeah, bro. A good, a good movie. <laughs> uh, Batman catches up to Mister Freeze and they start fighting over the diamond in the air. Uh, eventually, they lose it. Robin catches it. And then they're going down, and they land safely, not with parachutes or any other gadget. They land safely because, I guess, Mr. Freeze freezes a furnace that they land in? I just I just don't understand that. I don't understand made, why they land. Sense. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't it know. made sense, like, like cartoon-wise. Just, you know, like the like the, the power of his gun, the power of the gun, and the, the shot I guess is, that, like... That's that makes what, sense uh, that's for... That's what I figured. I don't know. Like, like a cartoon. Yeah, if you make a bunch of... No, that might work. Maybe and it has something to do with like it being a furnace. Maybe, but ash doesn't turn to snow. <laughs> like if uh, it was like water or something, I don't know. Like, wouldn't that be something that would happen in the animated series, right? Because he would just, but yes. it would show like. But a, you would, a big... you would also see him like getting slowed down by the gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of him just shooting into the furnace and then like it cuts to inside the furnace and, and he's just fine. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's like the thing that happens. I don't know. We'll talk about it in the Heart of Ice episode, uh, the, okay. the other episode. But I don't know. Um, anyway, they land and they start chasing Freeze through all the furnace rooms. And <laughs> I don't know, Batman gets taken out in a really fucking stupid way. He's just going through the door and Freeze is like, bam, and just slams the door in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That He's down for a second and Robin's like, I got it, I got it. And <laughs> Batman's like, Robin, no. And he jumps like straight into Freeze's, uh, like ice gun beam basically gets completely frozen which he yeah. wouldn't have made it anyway like the angle yeah. he was jumping he was gonna hit the ground yeah, yeah. he was gonna yeah, hit his that's... ankles at best <laughs> um once again i that's what i was gonna say uh because he gets frozen like he's fully horizontal you know <laughs> yeah um uh but also um would have been better if he ma- just fell down and shattered into a million pieces <laughs> uh yeah, and this scene also, uh, Mr. Freeze, why not just freeze Batman there? Yeah, <laughs> They're right. both gonna die. Boom, you're out. Like, you just try to kill him, like, five fucking minutes yeah. ago, dude. N- now you're giving him, like, this moral quandary. Like, yeah. you could just freeze Batman, and they're both frozen, and he could still escape. Like, you're not losing anything by freezing him. Again, he's a Nobel Prize winner. He's probably trying to teach Batman a lesson. Mm. <laughs> His Nobel Prize is in ethics. Uh, <laughs> So what was he a scientist in? Did it does it say I th- like I think he said molecular biology. Okay, so like I he think. has a major in molecular bi- molecular biology and then like a minor in theater with like an improv like <laughs> <laughs> That's true. His cuz his wife's a ballerina, they probably met in the arts program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. 
Uh, let's see. So now that Robin's frozen, Freeze takes the diamond right out of his hand because for some reason he was attacking Freeze with the diamond in his fucking hand. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem I have throughout this whole movie with, with these diamonds. No yeah. one ever has like a knapsack. Satchel up in your pants. <laughs> yeah. We know well, that I- cod piece has extra room, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, no one like no one just fucking puts it in a goddamn bag. Everybody's running around like it's a <laughs> like a football. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, he gives Batman, like Joe said, he gives him he gives him a fucking moral quandary. He's like, "You can chase me, or you can save Robin. Which one's it gonna be? You only got eleven minutes to do it." And then Batman, of course, saves Robin because he's a pussy. Uh, I, like, I like what he tells him though. He's like, "Your emotions <laughs> yes. make you weak, unlike me." Like this is my favorite he's like, part. He's like, he's like, "Your emotions make you weak." Ah, exactly. <laughs> I'm exactly. just so happy that I don't have emotions. <laughs> exactly. It's hilarious how much your emotions affect your decision making. Exactly. I was turning to, turn to Eric when I watched this. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's laughing like cackling right now. He's so gleeful this weak. entire ah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, and then smash cut to him and crying about his wife later. He's like, "Are <laughs> yeah. you sure about that, Freeze?" Oh, speaking of smashing and cutting, <laughs> do you think A he still smashes his wife when she's frozen? Uh, <laughs> and B, since he's all like frozen, if he did smash, would it cut like the inside of someone's body? Because it's, oh. it's like oh. I don't See, think she's frozen. I think she's in like a yeah. Okay. She's in a liquid. Oh. So my problem is the second he jumps into the liquid with her, it, she becomes a popsicle. <laughs> like the whole thing turns into a solid. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, I guess he is. Um, so Freeze escapes at this point. Uh, Batman pops the Robin popsicle into some water and then uses his fucking laser to heat up the water until Robin uh, is all better. Uh, Robin pops out of the water and is like, "Is we, did we get him? And, yeah. And Batman's just like fucking looking at him like he wants to drown him, kind of. Do you uh, think that anyone in Gotham would be afraid of Clooney's Batman? Clooney's Batman? No, not really. He's <laughs> like, like he's there's a, no like, brute no threat. to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Because like, it just reminded me, like... Uh, not to mention he's showing up at public events and like exactly. fucking... <laughs> exactly. Like... He's uh, I don't know. It's it's just thinking back to where to that that uh the uh fucking Arkham Knight game where mm. like at the end of the game you finish that game, right? Yeah, yeah. Where at the end of the game he's like I need to become something like they're not they're not as afraid of me as they like how fucking dark oh, like Bruce yeah, yeah. Wayne like the character of Bruce Wayne's supposed to be to where he's yeah. like I I'm not they're not fucking scared enough of me. Yeah, that's so, that's definitely one of my major points about this movie is that like Clooney does not make a good and I, I don't think it's all his fault. I think that they were making him play more family family friendly. Yeah. But like he doesn't he doesn't even play Bruce Wayne like he plays the fake Bruce Wayne really well. Yeah. And then there's two other layers to it. There's Batman and there's real Bruce Wayne and he doesn't yeah. he can't play either of those well. Or at least he doesn't in this movie. He plays those very badly. Yeah, I uh I don't know. It was, it was just funny cuz you're like, "Oh, there's Batman." Like and then he like signs the autograph as he's arresting them for for the like, person cuz they're like a fan, you know, cuz you're like, "Oh, you're you Thanks, man. That was super nice." He, like he tries to talk him out of it first. Anyway. Yeah, yeah he's just like Clooney. He's just being super congenial and charismatic. <laughs> exactly. exactly. He's fucking asking him out for a drink afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you see Batman at the bar, just yeah. like hanging out, cracking a cold one. But not like a hammer. Never hammer, like classy yeah. drunk. Like yeah, yeah, drunk. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I can't imagine George Clooney. He seems like the type just to sit there, like with his drink. Yeah, like you know. scotch. Yeah. He's, He's just sipping his scotch. scotch. Yep. Um, yeah, my note says. Uh, well, actually, two things. A, if he's drinking like a beer, would he get like foam on his bat nose there? <laughs> um, uh, but also, my note I have is Clooney really mails this one in, although I don't blame him. So yeah, yeah. To what he was, Chris was just saying, like good, uh, good fake Bruce Wayne, if that makes sense. Yeah, and then yeah, not a great like right re- like actual Bruce Wayne, and not a great Batman. Yeah, no, he's just. He's like, I, I, I don't have the effort to put in pilot dog shit movie. I think anyone would read the script and be like, all right, it's this kind of movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So after we see Batman uh, defrost Robin, uh, we go down to the jungle in, I think, South America. 
uh, we meet this weird uh, hippie lady, Pamela Isley, who is trying to create mutant plants with a special chemical she invented called Venom. She says she's going to mutate the plants so that they can fight back like animals. Uh, Real quick, sorry. Like, I don't want to get into this, for, but do you, did they say who invented that Venom in the comics? Ooh, I don't remember. Okay, just curious. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, So she starts talking about how her partner, Dr. Woodrow, has been stealing her venom and that her experiments would be going faster if he wasn't doing that and that she doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with it. So she goes and like sneaks off to find out. She goes like to his half of the lab or whatever to see what he's doing. And she finds the craziest motherfucker uh, selling, trying to auction off super soldiers to the ununited nations uh (laughs) yeah he's he literally calls them the ununited nations um but yeah he basically says he's got a super soldier formula which is just venom plus a couple other like steroids and other stuff he added to it he brings out this like mass murderer i think is what he says diego something or other which he doesn't have a name in the comics right Uh, i don't think so no okay he he might i don't know Okay. But it's it becomes very unimportant because he's he's born yeah. in prison, so nobody gives a shit. Okay. Um, but he he brings out this like mass murderer guy and puts him on the operating table. Says that he drilled three holes in the base of his cranium and that he's going to pump the venom into his uh, like spinal cord or whatever. He the guy's does also so. super tiny, right? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. real real like tiny, uh, scrappy, wimpy guy. Yeah. Um, he puts a wrestler's mask on him for some reason <laughs> and then pumps him full of venom and the dude fucking inflates like a water balloon basically <laughs> he yeah. grows like probably to like five times his original body mass um he then pumps up even more venom into him bane breaks out of the the operating table he's like chained to the operating table he breaks the chains and that's when Dr. Woodrow sees uh, Dr. Isley. It's always weird to me, like, these things, and I don't know why it bothers me so much, but probably because I'm a nerd. But <laughs> um, it's like, for this scene, like, where does that mask come from Bane? <laughs> like, he's one size, and it just comes, like, bigger. So is it water weight? Like, is it <laughs> air that's pumped in? You know, same thing with the Hulk. Like, where where does the mask come from? That's, I mean, I'm... Trying to argue physics for <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a yeah. comic book movie, like all this other dumb shit is happening, but uh, that's like one of the one things that for some reason just kind of bothers me. I just, I just like it how looks he... like water weight. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta tell you, he he looks fat, strong, not like strong, exactly. Strong. Like he, like I like how he gets kind of portly instead of ripped, like he is in the comics, yeah. which yeah. just makes me think the super ingredient, like in the venom, was butter. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, he looks like yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow, or, you know, one of those wrestler guys, like Yokozuna. Something as opposed to like Hulk Hogan. He looks like a really in shape butter bean. <laughs> butter bean. Oh man. Uh you kids out there, go go look up butter bean. Uh let's see. So yeah, uh, Dr. Woodrow sees Dr. Isley, uh realizes she knows what's going on now. He like whisks her away to uh her part of the lab. And basically sexually assaults her and tries to get her to join his team at the same time. She surprisingly says no. Uh, And then he fucking, he takes it very badly. And like a real maniac, he pushes her down on the ground and then takes all of like the table where all of her chemicals and research are and shit and pushes that shit on top of her. So basically there's like acid, poison, venom, snakes, uh, random ass chemicals all pour down on top of her and kill her and she literally like melts into the ground like all that shit is so caustic that the ground melts underneath her and eats the fucking like eats her body eats the plants eats all the like chemicals and shit yeah once again half measure like you know it's like it's like oh yes this ground will kill her boom i don't know get a gun smash her fucking skull in why all right. I mean, feed her to Bane, sure. But I'm just saying, if the yeah. ground swallows someone, I, I give up at that point. I'm, I I think we're pretty done. Yeah, uh, but you just poured some of that shit into a little scrawny dude and became super jacked. Like, I guess that's true. Yeah. You know, maybe, like, fuck, maybe the venom makes 
go like save her life or something. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Which, yeah, but to be fair, is what happens. I really like the way he, uh, like him screaming right right before he's like, <laughs> yeah. Then I guess you have to die. <laughs> and then he like attacks her. <laughs> it just reminded me of it reminded me of that scene from The Simpsons when. When Bart and Lisa go to military school and they're doing pull-ups, they're about to do pull-ups and they like call the little get the the kid that like runs up there screaming to the pull-up bar. Oh yeah. And, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and quick question: What's the youngest kid you'd show? Like, this you can show this to like little kids, right? Obviously, to whereas you like can because Batman Returns, like I'm yeah, Batman like, Returns I, is kind of fucked up for little kids. There, yeah, there's like blood and shit and like like. The like would be kind of scary, especially because of fucking Danny DeVito. Yeah, the costume design is way more intense in that movie. But like, this is like like a seven year old, six year old. Yeah, you could because a lot of the shit that isn't good for them will fly straight over the all the all the uh, sex innuendo in this movie flew yeah, entirely sure. over my head when I was little. <laughs> Mine too, too, and I was like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just watched it today, and I didn't even notice. He's like, there's that. sex innuendos in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. My dad. Took us to watch Terminator 2 when I was like, I wasn't even nine. So, and I <laughs> turned out all right. Right? Yeah. Right? I mean. Yeah. Right, guys? Yeah? No? Maybe? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to the to the extent that I know you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Some, someone's finally said it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and that, that's the end of that scene. We we leave the jungle at this point. Um, we go back to the Batcave now where... <laughs> Robin is like soaking his feet in warm water. I guess he's he's like still recovering from the cold. And Batman is playing like surveillance video of Mister Freeze's origins. So we see that Freeze was a scientist, as we mentioned before. He had a Nobel Prize in, I believe, molecular biology, and he was also <laughs> he was also a two time Olympic decathlete. What? Nice. So that uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they had to mention that so that it made sense that Arnold was playing the character. (laughs) Why he's super jacked. Yeah, exactly. Like, why is this Nobel Prize winner a fucking uh, also a bodybuilding champion? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. In in this scene um, uh, on the little screens, um, like in the corner, you know, it's it's Uh they're like, you know, blah, 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 whatever, like digital enlargement. Yeah. Uh, And that is the same technology I use for my dick pics. So. (laughs) Um, I'm glad. Unfortunately, they also give his uh, dick white eyebrows like they did to Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they're watching the origin story, and uh, Bruce is explaining that all that stuff about freeze, and also that now he needs constant cold to survive anywhere, and that that's what his special suit does, and that he needs diamonds to power the suit. Some for some reason. I don't really get the science there, but sure. Also, Arnold screaming. Arnold screaming is always great. Yeah, <laughs> is like coming out of the. Yeah, especially that one because it's like a desperate like. It, it's not like as you. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like I'm in pain too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we see Alfred dying over in a corner, but Bruce is like, "Hey, chop chop, get back to work, motherfucker." <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but again, these these Alfred scenes just didn't hit as hard because every time I just imagine like he just looks like he's jerking off like, oh, 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 oh. I'm like oh. which is especially because on this one he's like touching the bat suit at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It would be great if he was just like rubbing the nipple. <laughs> this is why they uh, put it in there. Uh, so after they realize that, just insisting that the Alfred was the one that was insisting that it has nipples. I mean, yeah, he's like, the one that makes the suits. So, yeah. so you don't you, you don't want to shake or you don't want to shafe, master. <laughs> All right, Alfred. And how detailed married. would you like the card piece to be? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't know why right. Michael Caine is Alfred now, but whatever. <laughs> He was in Alfred at some point. Yeah, sure. What's you guys vote for the best Alfred out of the ones you've seen? I guess what have you seen two? Well, yeah. Who's uh, there's this one? uh, The only three that I could think. This is Michael Guff. There's Michael Caine. There's Jeremy Irons and those Zack Snyder ones. Oh yeah, the 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 newer. I haven't seen those. And then the the one from the animated one. Yeah, the animated uh, series. And then if you watch Gotham, that there's also that one. Oh. Which he was, he was fine, but that show was dog shit. So, <laughs> uh, do you like Michael Caine better in this one? Because I'm assuming it's the only two you know. Yeah, that is correct, and possibly he's more posh, I guess. Michael Caine, or yeah, my, Michael Caine. I prefer this one when the script is written well. <laughs> like in the first two movies, I really like him. 
I haven't seen the first two movies in a very long time. No. Or the first three in a very long time. So the I first can't. two were okay. But uh they were lacking one big thing. What? Arnold. So that's why I watched him in a long time. So Okay. I like I like the one this either uh this one or the one the animated one, but the animated yeah. series one is very good, yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. Um after they realize that Mr. Freeze needs diamonds, Bruce tells Alfred to pull out the Wayne diamonds because they're basically going to like entrap him. Um, Bruce and Dick get into a little tiff over Dick's mistake, like the fact that he got frozen. And he and uh, basically Dick, Dick is mad because he thinks Bruce treats him like a child. Uh, after he leaves, Alfred kind of lectures Bruce a little bit and he's basically like, he's pretty much right. You got to fucking let let him grow up at some point i like those those scenes in this yeah the, like if like if, this... uh, if Clooney was a little better at it, it they would they would have been good yep like yeah. if he had any anger at all like yeah. he's so calm when he's like yelling at robin or or lecturing robin uh val kilmer because i watched forever recently did a pretty good job with bruce wayne part of it yeah i think so yeah because he's definitely a lot broodier. Yeah, and he just seems like an angry person. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, Alfred, uh, Alfred and Bruce are talking. I, th- I feel like Alfred was kind of trying to hint to Bruce that he was dying at this point, but Bruce is too dumb to notice it at this point. <laughs> Given that like, signature, like Clooney head like, bobble. <laughs> yeah, he's just super oblivious to it. <laughs> we go back to the jungle. Doctor Woodrow is still walking around Doctor Isley's lab for some reason, but basically he's. He's happy that he just sold off Bane when all of a sudden Poison Ivy emerges from the ground, which is just Dr. Isley, but hot, I guess. I With know. an English accent. <laughs> all of a sudden she has an English accent. Wait, really? Yeah, she's she's talking like this throughout the rest of the movie. Pretty much. It's got it's fancy, fancy-ish. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, like a transatlantic. Just... Yeah, sure. Like yeah, a yeah, Kelsey that. Grammer I... accent. Yeah, I think I think it's closer to that. She just like is a, like very like a, enunciating of all her words. Okay, from, I, I think it's 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 sad that I'm I'm so poor that anything that's <laughs> anything that's like proper, I'm like fucking English people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she comes out of the ground and basically says, "Yeah, I'm I'm DTF now." And then uh, <laughs> Doctor Woodrow comes over and kisses her. And uh, he fucking dies because it turns out she's poisoned now. She also explains all that to the audience because apparently she knows all that. Yeah, she just like knows knows all her powers now. Yeah, (laughs) which is nice. It seems like Uma Thurman was having a good time with the role, though. She was actually probably one of the better parts of the movie. I do think like Uma Thurman and Arnold Schwarzenegger definitely like got it. Yeah, like understood understood what movie they were in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Basically, Um, they're talking like it's panels in an actual comic book. <laughs> yeah, you know. definitely. And and they're also they're they're acting very much like uh, I'm I'm going to say it a lot in this uh episode like they're in the 60s TV show. Yeah. Like they're just straight up villains. There's no real ambiguity. Like they try to do a little bit with Arnold's character, but there's not really a ton of ambiguity. They're super villains. They have plans to conquer the world and like yeah, there's there's no real ambiguity or or not a lot to their characters really. Mm. Oh, after Ivy kills Woodrow, she she picks up a Wayne Enterprises like beaker and decides for some reason that that's the source of all her problems. Fuck it, yeah. and then <laughs> getting rich, and people. then grabs Bane randomly. Which I just want to note that it cuts back to Bane, and he is in the exact same position he was in when uh, they left him like three hours. <laughs> yeah, he's ago. just like <laughs> chilling in the other room, like like flexing his fat arms. Exactly, he's just going <laughs> like that right in front of the operating table. We then cut to okay. This is this is. A hundred percent, my favorite part of the movie. We cut back to Frieza's hideout, <laughs> and we see literally the funniest thing imaginable. The funniest thing I have ever I can think of, which is, uh, fucking Arnold trying to force his goons to sing the Cold Miser song from the Year Without a Santa Claus while he smokes a cigar and wears polar bear slippers. Yeah, it's the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> <laughs> Without question. So quick, because uh, I only have it here and I add it to the regular trivia. But I guess Bon Jovi, like he always had people visiting him on the set throughout the movie, and Bon Jovi uh-huh. was one of them. He's the one that brought him the cigars, and Arnold just had him painted blue. 
<laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, like the idea of him. I as soon as I saw a cigar, I'm like, that had to be Arnold's idea. Yeah, 100%. yeah, <laughs> yeah. When the character is called Mister Freeze, and they go so far out of their way to make literally everything about him cold themed. <laughs> yeah, but he somehow. And then still Arnold's like, no, I'm cigars. I'm still smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Also, there's just like a lot of good visual gags in this. Like they're all trying to eat, except they're they're literally eating like frozen meals that are frozen solid, like one big chunk. Yeah. Uh, Vivica Fox is there, and man, is she trying to fuck Mister Freeze? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but he's not having it. He uh, will only he can only get a boner for his dead wife. She's not dead. We yet. find out. Sorry, what was that joke? She's not dead yet. Oh yeah, true. Semi dead. I mean. Mostly dead. <laughs> we find out the plan for Mr. Freeze is to hold the city ransom with a giant freeze ray so that he can pay for the research to find a cure for his wife. Uh, he just needs one more big-ass diamond, and he'll be able to build the freeze ray. Which he he tells this to... He calls one of his goons his, over. His main Frenchman... His, sorry, his main henchman is Frosty. <laughs> yeah, named Frosty. And he tells it to this guy. Like, I'm wondering how many times he's explained it to that guy. Like Especially since that guy's accent is like, uh, hey, boss. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly that motherfucker is the dumbest one. <laughs> I'm curious if he just walked back into the room and the other henchmen were like, what was that about? And Frosty's like, oh, yeah, I was just explaining the plan again, this fucking guy. <laughs> like, he just likes to talk. Yeah, it seems like there's somebody watching us or something. Like He's got to like make his plans, uh, verbalize him. You know, yeah. speak him into existence. I feel like the boss has a memory problem. He's... <laughs> Uh, let's see. He he goes into like a secret room in behind a freezer door, I think, uh, where his wife is chilling in a giant tube, uh, like cryogenically frozen, not frozen, but like cryogenically suspended, uh, so that the disease can't progress any further. And this is this is also the part where we see, I think, the first uh, hint of, I guess, not the first hint of emotion, but like the first hint of sadness from Arnold's character. Which I feel like if they had written this movie better, he actually would have done a really good job with this role. I think yeah. the the parts where he does have to be serious for a second, he does do a pretty darn good job. Let's see. Oh, we cut back to Wayne Manor where the doorbell rings and it turns out to be Barbara, which is Alfred's niece who is uh, dropping in unannounced to visit. Uh, Dick answers the door and can't keep it in his fucking pants for the rest of the movie. <laughs> he follows her around like a fucking puppy dog. Uh, a really creepy 28-year-old puppy dog. <laughs> Is it also weird that, like, them rewriting Barbara Gordon's character, which are, uh, bugs me less than the, the fact that she doesn't have an English accent? <laughs> yeah she's randomly not english when clearly her entire family is yeah like, and i'm pretty sure she was going to school in england too. yeah exactly like, she was <laughs> she was going to college there she grew up in america right i guess maybe that's my head canon <laughs> uh also what's did, did you catch her la- i looked it up but did you catch catch her last name in this i did not so what was no it, i so, did not so basically her character in the comics is it's commissioner gordon's daughter yeah. So they rewrote the character, which whatever. But okay, so her last name yes, is that's right. Wilson yeah. in this. Wilson? Yeah. Okay. Barbara Wilson? Yeah, Barbara Wilson. Like Mr. Wilson's wife? Is <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Right? Oh, from Dennis the Menace? Yeah, from Dennis the Menace. Oh, no, <laughs> that's Martha. Sorry, oh, it Martha, is Martha, not Barbara. Yeah. yeah, it's Martha. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, it's, it's Barbara now. Also, it, it's, <laughs> it's weird that Alfred's her uncle and Alfred's like fucking 80. She's like 20. And it's and I was talking about it with uh, my wife Laura, like when we were watching it. I was like, "It's like oh, I don't know, maybe it's like a great uncle." And then like two seconds later, it's like, "Oh, this is the child of my dear sister Peg." I'm like, "All right, yeah. the math doesn't add up, but there could be okay, like." Okay. Also, some... then they show a picture of Peg, and yeah. it's from the fucking 1930s. Yeah. <laughs> She's like dancing the Charleston and shit. You know? Seriously. Yeah. Just fucking hanging out with Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I can make in ammunition for World War II and shit. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, uh, Barbara was had in her like late 50s. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, Alicia Silverstone is such a great hot chick's name. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like yeah. if she came out like, hey, I'm, I'm Gertrude, uh, Gertrude Pumplesplunk, you'd be like, oh, man. <laughs> fucking hot no it's like alicia silverstone 
You know, you got your Sharon Stone, your Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer. That's um, a girl who grew up to be hot. Yeah. Or Drew, or Funkel Splunk or whatever yeah. you said. <laughs> she, she's got a great personality, you know? That's what makes her hot. Ger- Gertrude Bumper, <laughs> Bumper Splunk. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, Robin is drooling in the corner, and he's Batman is fuck. <laughs> yeah, yes. And Bruce invites her to stay while she's in town, and Alfred's like, uh, "Could we not have my niece stay with you two fucking horn dogs?" Yeah. And Bruce is like, "No, it's fine. She'll she'll stay here." We also see that she's a little bit into motorcycles, but that's for later. Uh, then we cut to later that night. Alfred is trying. Alfred is in his room, and he's trying to find his brother Wilfred because uh, he's dying, I guess. And then uh, as he's looking it up on his weird ass computer, Barbara comes in to tuck him in for the night. Uh, We kind of learn all about Alfred, his sister, Margaret, uh, who is Barbara's mom. They talk about it for a little bit. We learn that Alfred's nickname for his sister, Margaret, was Peg. Because Alfred doesn't understand how nicknames work. Uh, (laughs) No, Peggy is a nickname for Margaret. Seriously? Yes. But why? I... I don't know. Why is Dick a nickname for Richard? Because most Richards are dicks. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> I just figured it went Rich Rick. Ri- sorry, Rich Rick Dick. Yeah. Which at least I can see the etymology there. I uh, don't know how you get from Maggie to Peg. Margaret. Like, uh, Margaret. Ma- no. <laughs> Peggy uh, Peg. No. And it goes down to Meg, and then it switches over to Peg. That just see even Meg doesn't make sense. Meg should be short for sh- hey man. I'm not, I don't. Know. I wasn't. I'm not from the fucking 1920s and shit. Like I didn't <laughs> right. make these rules. Well then, fuck them. It's yeah. wrong. But yeah. Well, no, because I, I I was on the opposite side. I was like, oh, yeah. your your dear sister Margaret. Like I gave her the nickname Peg. It's like that's. It's like you know if somebody's like, oh, your my dear brother Joseph. I gave him nickname Joe. It's like that's how like names work. Um. <laughs> So, uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's very dumb that Peg is from Margaret, but. <laughs> Pegret? That should be your name. Peggy. <laughs> oh, Peggy, I guess makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and then, uh, so Barbara basically tells him he needs to go to sleep, and we find out that she's trying to make sure he goes to sleep so that she can sneak the fuck out. So she goes up to her room, she climbs down out of her window, and we see her steal one of the many motorcycles out of Bruce's garage. And Wayne Manor has awful security. Yeah, um, they do. <laughs> uh, we cut to the next morning where we see Poison Ivy dropping in on the Wayne Enterprise's like donation to the observatory. I guess he's going to donate a giant telescope to the Gotham Observatory. Um and Poison Ivy is there to basically yell at everybody about her extreme climate change activism. And everybody kind of fucking laughs at her, which, I don't know, nowadays feels pretty, pretty uh, like, uh, short-sighted. Bruce also made a, a sex joke about the satellite. Did? What did he say? He uh, was there. Oh, there's... he said, don't point it at my bedroom. Yeah, which I'm like, yeah, uh, that's totally a Clooney line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's, That was in the script. <laughs> That, I think, is one of those things that they point out, like, people point out and be like, I think Joel, Joel Schumacher was definitely, like, uh, trying to paint a portrait of a gay Batman in this movie. Oh, like, that makes sense. Be- because it's right after, or it's right before they talk to his girlfriend, and he, they mention marriage, and he, he literally, like, cartoonishly goes, like, uh, yeah, uh, marriage, uh, uh, yeah, uh marriage. Did. I wasn't sure if he was just a bad actor, or he, like... Like, no, I think that's on purpose. Okay. Clooney made an offhanded comment way later in like 2005 about how Sh- Schumacher told him that Batman was gay in that movie. So it's it's <laughs> like it's like that line, like don't point it at my bedroom. The fact that he won't make a commitment to his girlfriend, the fact that he's he is way less enamored by Poison Ivy than uh, Dick is, and he gets really upset that Dick is super into Poison Ivy. Um, and he also. Really likes Dick. <laughs> yeah, he loves Dick. He just he so, can't let go of Dick. Yeah, it's true. Keeps him around. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's there's a couple other things that a lot of people say that he's trying to kind of, uh, sort of subversively say that Batman was gay. Damn. Which obviously has been a, a claim since like the fucking forties. Forever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah with like this. Batman and Robin. Hmm. Yeah. Invitable. And there's like a uh, like a one panel or 
where they're both in bed together. <laughs> like it's, I haven't it's, seen that. It's old, isn't it? It's yeah, like yeah. It's, I haven't, I haven't seen that, but that's what a lot of those old comic panel like. That's where they get the craziest stuff from. They're like in bed together for some reason. There's part of one of the comic books. I don't know, and hmm. people that's, point that out. And like, yeah, that's originally why they introduced Batwoman and Batgirl is to like say for certain in the comics, Batman and Robin are not gay. Look, they both have girlfriends. But yeah, there was a lot of shit in the 40s about like you got three bachelors living in the same house together and it's weird. It's like Bruce, Bruce, Alfred and Dick. <laughs> um. <laughs> Alfred just sounds like a name you'd give to your dick. <laughs> Alfred Pennyworth. Alfred, yep, Alfred, there it is. Alfred sounds like a name that a guy named Bruce would give to his dick. There you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Poison Ivy is yelling at them about saving the Earth, and he kind of brushes her off because her her proposed uh, changes to Wayne Enterprises would basically. Uh, kill a whole bunch of people uh everyone laughs at her and she says something about the earth coming back to to kill them all and or or who's going to protect them when the earth decides to fight back and then uh the dumbest character in the franchise gossip gertie uh says uh says oh you must be new here batman and robin protect us and that's when Poison Ivy decides she's going to kill Batman and Robin, <laughs> basically. Which, it's funny that they have this gossip columnist following them around the whole time. Like, it's super rich guy. It'd be like TMZ following, yeah. like a celebrity letting TMZ just follow you around the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But constantly. on top of that, I'm 99. Like, I'm pretty sure that that is Bob Kane's either wife or oh, is it? I think so. Like, I'm <laughs> pretty sure, but I'm not positive. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, Bob Kane. Oh, sorry, creator of Batman. Oh, yeah, co-creator of Batman. Yeah, Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so Bruce basically he turns down her proposal, but he does invite her to the diamond fundraiser to save the rainforest. And so after after they part ways, that's when she decides she's going to kill Batman and Robin. But she also. It's like she walks away, but and she's saying the plan to herself. But like, isn't the security guard walking right next to her? He definitely was. Yeah. But then when the camera pulls out again, the, the security guards are gone. So presumably they went off in a different direction. Okay. Like, huh? But, what, but what, they definitely were right next to you. Yeah. Okay. I just like, thought she was. I'm sorry. Away. Did you say something? <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Like I thought they were escorting her out. So he's like, "Hey, lady, who are you talking to?" Like, yeah. <laughs> Or he's like, yeah, what? Huh? You're gonna kill Batman and Robin? Well, I'm sorry. Did you what? Yeah, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, <laughs> your voice seemed to change. What? Yeah. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah. <laughs> seemed more confident, and yeah. you know, and he had like some this aura about you. <laughs> uh, let's see. We go back to Mister Freeze's hideout, uh, where we watch him. He he's watching home movies of him and his wife uh, back in the day before he mutated. And he is interrupted by Frosty, who is showing him a newspaper about the Wayne Diamonds. And he, without even giving him a second look, freezes him with a fucking freeze gun. And uh, we get another line. I hate when people talk during the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But basically, he's he's watching his wife. We see him, like, you know, emote and and get kind of sad. But eventually he turns it off, and as he's walking away, he does notice the newspaper that Frosty was holding up, and he makes his plan to go steal the Wayne Diamonds from the fundraiser. Uh, At the fundraiser now, Batman and Robin are, like, there to chaperone, I guess, as a bunch of ladies are auctioned off to rich old white dudes. Which is, I think it's funny how these fucking guys know the names of the flowers that they are. Yeah, like it's yeah. just, it's just, it was just great because they're like, oh, I'll take the orchid, I'll take the whatever. I'm like, how the fuck are these, yeah, yeah. these motherfuckers? These, hey, don't want the yeah. big ass titties. Yeah. <laughs> my way. Like, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you, the only uh, non-white person in Gotham. <laughs> I'll, I'll take yeah. you. Uh, um. <laughs> um. But uh, as the auction is going on, all of a sudden, everybody becomes mesmerized by a dancing monkey. That's ex- uh, my, my note says mesmerized by a dancing monkey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's same, exactly the exact thing. Which, like, it's a fucking monkey. Why are you staring at it? Maybe because it's weird? Like, like why the fuck is that monkey dancing like that? <laughs> I don't think it's a... I just watched uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, or the, that trilogy, so it is not a monkey. 
It is. Oh, sorry. Why is? Why is that? Why is that? Are you sure that's not a gorilla? I mean, a gorilla is an ape. Mm. All gorillas are apes, but not all apes are gorillas. Got it. Um, okay, but it's, also it's, it is okay. purple though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's probably not real. Um, it's a little weird that just Batman and Robin are just like hanging out there. Also, they're <laughs> yes. just like, yeah, we're like, here for we, the action. We know why. The, yeah, we know why they're there. They're there to catch freeze because yeah. this is a trap. But why the fuck is everybody else think they're there? <laughs> like, yeah, and also those people who are like auctioning this shit off. No, Bruce Wayne. It's like not that yeah. hard to put together. And then you got fucking. <laughs> dick over here who's just like got basically wearing like giant glasses you know <laughs> yeah. it's like if i take off my glasses people aren't you know it's all superman thing but like if i take off my glasses people are like who the fuck is this guy you know <laughs> I, they 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 still know who i am so uh yeah. well you don't have black makeup underneath your glasses so oh, fuck maybe i should you know? raccoon makeup just saying Thought it would have been better if when she starts taking off her stuff, it was actually Bane that because it was dressed up as a monkey too. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. If it, it was That's like, my favorite part of this scene. Yeah, if it was actually Bane that, like, because when you see when you see the hand, it's actually like Bane's it's hand. all fucking like huge and gross and like veiny. it looks like a bunch of sausage fingers, just like. <laughs> I just thought it would be way funnier if all the rich dudes started bidding on the monkey before she even started taking the suit off. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, the monkey turns out to be Poison Ivy, who hits everyone with her uh, love dust, which is basically like a pheromone dust thing that makes all at least men uh, super attracted to her and have to do whatever she wants. Does she, does she have that dust in the comics too? Right? I think, or something it, it, like it that. It really varies. So, like comics treat Poison Ivy way different depending on who's writing it. Either okay. she's just a lady who knows a lot about plants and knows and is good with like venom like uh like biochemistry or other times she's like a fucking plant god and she can literally control plants well as far as like the the pheromone like controlling men yeah yeah like she literally like emits her own pheromones like she can do it on command so it it, it just depends on who's writing the comics um but yeah she she hits everybody with the love dust and they're all brainwashed especially batman and robin which robin honestly didn't need it he's already trying to fuck whatever moves oh yeah, yeah. he <laughs> seriously he was already looking at her again when she was mostly monkey he was looking at her like mm, gotta fuck that uh anyway she comes down in a very elaborate like uh dance number and she takes the diamonds with zero resistance, and then all the pervy dudes in the audience start bidding on her, <laughs> including Batman and Robin, uh, which Dick is just fucking so stupid. And I, I just like this part is stupid. Batman starts bidding, and Robin comes back with two million, and he's like, you don't have fucking money, you idiot. <laughs> And he's like, I'll borrow it from you, but that's that's like not an answer. You don't have money. I don't know. It's just really dumb. Might as well at that point just tell him, like, call him Bruce at that point. Like, <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but anyway, uh, oh, we get to see the back credit card, which is just mm. a dumb joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's. I think that's the biggest moment of the movie of just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, never leave the cave without it. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Uh, Oh, so they so right as everyone's bidding on her and Batman and Robin are kind of fighting, all of a sudden Freeze in his giant ass uh, Freeze truck busts through the door, and he comes out and says, "All right, everyone, chill." <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts freezing people at the party. You got a flight into your mouth, Joe's uh, Batman koozie that he's using. He doesn't fly, <laughs> but you, I guess you could well, swing it. Yeah, into you got to swing it into, <laughs> or just like. <laughs> Just like nice. shoot a little bit of yourself, like he's throwing batterings at your face. It's more like this. Good. All the goons come out of the car, and everybody starts fighting. Uh, Batman and Robin are fighting all the hockey players. Uh, Freeze is just shooting people left and right, and Ivy is super into it. Mm. Um, Freeze eventually makes his way up to Ivy because he wants the diamonds. Kind of flies sh- up there. Yeah, what? The f- <laughs> like he gets a rope, but then he's on he's he's, he's on the, like the like, lowest yeah. part of the rope, so he's not swinging. Like yeah. he's got no momentum. He just kind of jumps up there. Like he didn't need the rope. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, Ivy tries to hit him with the pheromones, but he says it doesn't work on the cold-hearted. Um, he grabs the diamonds and then he just basically gets the fuck out of there 
uh, <laughs> like before he leaves, he goes, cool party. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how their plan this time was the exact same one that they failed last time. What do you mean? Like, there was no adjustment to what they did last time. So, basically, he mentions, like, they're like, okay, we're going to trap him this time. But let's not oh, do yeah. anything differently. Let's let's just, like, this time he doesn't, like, we know he's coming. So Yeah. But well, I guess we it's just the fact that they know he's coming. Exactly. And, we're not going to set yeah. anything up, though. So, like, maybe he, won't, <laughs> maybe he won't have guys with him this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible he doesn't bring his henchmen with him. If he doesn't, he's fucked. But if he yeah. does, we're we're fucked. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so after after Freeze leaves, Ivy decides she's gonna leave with uh, fucking Monkey Bane, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which again just makes me laugh. He takes off the mask, but he's still in the monkey suit. But they leave <laughs> like that, uh, and she's got a serious lady boner for Mister Freeze. Can't blame her. Yep. <laughs> Batman and Robin are gonna pursue Freeze. He tells Commissioner Gordon that he has eleven minutes to unfreeze everybody, but doesn't give him a way to do it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just tells him like, "Yeah, you got these people are gonna die in less than fifteen minutes." Bye. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't leave any of those convenient little bat heaters or a laser. It's like, no, this is my laser. What if I need it? So then they have this insane car chase because Gotham is built on like. Wait a second. Wait, hold on, sorry. Really, real quick. Right before that, like, Robin looks, like, lovingly at Poison Ivy. Like, right before... Oh, yeah, uh, before they leave. Yeah, right before they yeah. leave. And I could just tell that Robin liked her because of how hard his nipples were. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, damn, he really likes yep. her. Anyway. Okay, sorry. I was like, do I let that go? No. <laughs> uh, learned a little something about Aaron today. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they go into this car chase, and again, like half of Gotham's architecture is these giant, like Greco-Roman statues of dudes holding up the building. They're like skyscraper-sized statues. It's very Art Decoy. Yeah, it's also just insane. Like, yeah, this is like the fucking the Colossus of Rome style yeah. like sized statues. Uh, anyway, they're they're driving down the arm of the statue. Uh, chasing Mr. Freeze, and Batman basically tells Robin, "Don't try to make the jump because they're gonna they're gonna jump off the statue's hands onto the next building." So he tells Robin, "Don't try to make the jump." Robin's arguing with him, telling him he can make the jump, and so Batman does the safest thing possible, which is to shut down Robin's motorcycle halfway down the fucking <laughs> ramp, <laughs> so that he basically skids to a stop just before falling off the finger. Might as well just like let him try to make the jump. Like either way, almost yeah. both both almost killed him. So. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, and I like how Robin's. Uh, motorcycle doesn't get any sweet gadgets except for that Batman can shut it down whenever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does mine have? What can mine do? Uh, I have control over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll drive it instead of you. <laughs> That's what it is. I like Chris O'Donnell's yell at that point. Like when he notice. just yells into the camera, like, ah! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just has like a dramatic, like, yeah, which, uh, like fist to the air. Yeah. If I was Chris O'Donnell, I'd be embarrassed of that shot, but you know. <laughs> Uh, there's so much more to be embarrassed by Chris <laughs> O'Donnell. I don't know. Um, anyway, Bat, uh, Freeze makes the jump. His henchmen do not. They crash into the fucking buildings. Uh, but then Batman is about to make the jump when Freeze's car turns around and freezes the Batmobile midair, uh, which I guess is bad for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really get what the problem is because it just lands on the building next to Freeze. But anyway. It's cold now. Yeah, but uh, Batman ejects just before it lands on the building. Freeze thinks he won until... No, it's a bat ejection seat. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. He hits the bat ejection button and his bat ejection seat. No. Uh, I was like, I would be surprised. That's what I was like, oh, shit, did it really, really add that in there? They should have. That that would probably get confusing because I'm sure then, like, injection stuff would also be named bat ejection. I don't know. (laughs) That's true. It just shoots like a needle right into his heart. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, he bet jacks from the Batmobile. And uh, after Freeze thinks he won, he turns around and goes, uh-oh. <laughs> we, we were around it for something else, but just seeing that again was great. 
Uh, and Batman crashes through the window and knocks him the fuck out. And then Batman does his like bat pose for absolutely nobody. Yeah. <laughs> he he does the thing that Michael Keaton does in the first Bat movie, yeah, uh, the first Batman, where he's got it completely out and like slowly puts it down like dramatically. We go back to the Batcave and uh, Batman and Robin are fighting some more. Uh, Robin basically gives him a little speech about trust and partnership. And aside from the parts about Poison Ivy, he is pretty much mostly right. Like, Mm -hmm. Batman's just kind of being a little bitch about all this stuff. But Robin is super horny for Poison Ivy and makes that part of his argument, which really kind of undercuts it. (laughs) (laughs) Alfred is busy making a DVD for his brother Wilfred. Uh, We don't know of what. And Bruce comes in. (laughs) <laughs> it was the 90s wait what'd you say girls gone wild yeah, <laughs> yeah he's burning a, mo- a girl's gone wild <laughs> british girls uh, gone wild <laughs> show you my boobs governor like, huh? I-, I guess <laughs> but they're both really old so they don't want it too wild <laughs> just the bra would do fine <laughs> I say that woman's skirt is above her knee. <laughs> I'm horny, I am, I am. <laughs> uh, Bruce comes into his room and starts to ask him for his advice about Robin. And Alfred pretty much tells him he's wrong. Alfred pretty much tells him he's like, yeah, you're a fucking control freak. Like He does a really good job of summing up Bat- like the Bat- character of Batman in that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He's like, he's like, what is Batman if not a if not an attempt to control the chaos of death or something yeah, like, like that? And it might have been like a redeeming like quality of the movie too if we just just didn't see Batman try to pay for the opportunity to fuck Poison Ivy, but with a like credit card. So. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> what is Batman if not the best way to get some poo? <laughs> Alrighty, and let's throw a to be continued on the movie for this episode. But make sure to check back next week as we finish the movie and discuss why it's the greatest Batman movie ever, as well as discussing my history of, you know, being a compulsive liar. Anyway, until we meet again, though, have an amazing week and we'll... Get the party, Richter!